What do you get when you put a half-witted voice talent with a full-witted attorney with half the voice talent? You get Trippin' Dan. If you're tripping on politics, this is the place. Welcome to the Trippin' Dan Podcast. All right, welcome to the show. I am the full-witted attorney, Trip. I am the half-witted voice talent, Dan. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, what's up? Oh, my gosh. I well, welcome to the show. Let's get this thing underway, man. Let's do it. You ready? I'm ready. All right, let's go. So, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Willkommen, Willkommen. Well, you know, I was, uh, I was, you know, as, as usual, you know, you end up having uh, conversations on Facebook with people. Yes. And, uh, and I had... I Did had, you have a few good ones? Oh, uh, interesting uh, yeah. conversations? Well, I have interesting conversations, and I try to, you know, I try to intellectually stimulate the the other person just to get them in the, but, in the rational frame of thinking before you spent the energy in and a response did you at least perhaps do some simple screening to make sure they weren't russian bots that russian well, troll well, bots I, that I, are out I there hope, spider I bots hope, i hope there. they weren't but i i think they were i this these are these are small town folks that i knew oh, okay. from back uh, okay so these are uh, uh, back in back in Tennessee, and we were having you know a simple discussion about about you know the fact that most Fox v- News viewers are are not truly informed about current affairs, both national and worldwide. Yeah, I wonder why that is. Well, like, yeah, mm. exactly, and also the fact that they they really don't understand how the government is supposed to operate. And we've discussed this before. Yes, yes. And I, I've tried to explain this, and I, and I think my analogy was pretty good. And I'm going to repeat this analogy again because it, it bears repeating. And the object is that your government operates in the same way in day-to-day life as a referee does in a sporting event. Mm-hmm. Okay, so take, for example... And I thought you were going to go back to the WWE analogy. Well, that's... Yeah, a, that's a, I love that one. Well, no, that's a, great, that's a great analysis. Let's take for... Let's, uh, no matter what, you are going to encounter situations where you are going to have to deal with a more powerful opposition to something that you are doing. Right. right? Or, or, or a more powerful individual who is doing... Who is behaving improperly. And that is where your federal government or your government and as a whole, be it your local government, your, your state, or, or your federal government comes in. Take, for example, all right, you are a wrestler. You are a, okay, you're, you're a wrestler. Okay, maybe I won't not. go back to Hulk Hogan again. No, I'm actually, I was going okay. to use a really good one because this guy really worked well as a heel through the 90s, 2000s, and, uh, and today he's still wrestling, guy by the name of Brock Lesnar. Okay. Yeah. Brock he was an actual real wrestler. He's a real, yeah. He was a real wrestler. In, in, in college. You know, in college and everything. But he, I, wonder know, if, I wonder if he wrestled for Jim Jordan's... Uh, no. Uh, no, but that's another story. No, Don't he was get in, me started. No, Don't he, get was, me started. he was in Minnesota. Or Haston. He was right? in Minnesota. All right, go ahead. But anyway, Brock Lesnar is a, is a great example. And let's say you... Or a no-name wrestler going against Brock Lesnar. All right. Okay. Now, <clears throat> you can have some skinny, scrawny, no-power referee officiating the match, or you can have John Cena. Okay. okay? John Cena is, is a face, 
you know, he's what what they refer to in wrestling as a face. They're a good guy. Yeah, a good guy, right. There's the heel and the face, yeah. okay? And that's the way it's been forever. Oh, I'm trying to remember. There was a great movie back in the 70s, and you might remember this. It starred Alex Karras. Do you remember the football player, Alex Karras? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he played With this, the mustache. Yeah, the mustache. So right? the Dick, and and Dick he played Butkus this looking kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. and he, yeah, Webster. He was on Webster, right? Yeah, okay. but he played right. a wrestler sure. in this movie from the '70s who was a heel wrestler who did. A, they had him do a turn, and then you know, at the end of the movie, he was the the face. He was the hero, you know, because the face turned out to be like a real scumbag, but. I, I digress from my point because <laughs> I was just like, rabbit "Wow, that was a I great." You know, of course, of course, if I were to watch it now as an adult, I'd go, "Oh, this is awful." But you know, as a kid, it was the coolest thing in the world. You know, so this was. But going back to my analogy, all right, you've got John Cena, who is one of these guys who plays by the rules. All right, and he's and and he's actually very polarizing because you know the kids and all the people that believe in right and good really love John and John Cena, and then there's the there's the people out there that are vocally can't stand the guy. But I but as a referee in a match, that's the guy you would want, the guy who calls it down the middle, right? You know, and and that's what your federal government, that's what your government is supposed to do. All right, the government is there to look out for the public interest, to speak up. For the little guy, to give the little guy a voice equal to... Just to make it fair. To right? make it fair. A, that a is fair, exactly... Uh, yeah. and, and the same goes for any sporting event. That the, No sporting event would be worth watching without refs making sure that it was fair. Otherwise, you'd have the 25-time champion New England Patriots, you know... Right. Well, uh, you know, you'd have one team winning every year. Well, that's what I... The comparison I love to the WWE is the fact that... Uh, there's a fix in the WWE. Oh, yeah, right? exactly. You know, who's going to win? And I feel like that with the politics, American politics. Exactly. There's a yeah. fix. Oh, yeah. It's going to be in. And, and, I, and, to, and I can feel it right now even with just the, Demo- the primaries in, yeah, in the Democratic exactly. party, yeah. right? Do you feel the fix in terms of uh, the, the fix against Bernie Sanders? Do you well, honest, you honest, honestly, honestly, you know, uh, there, we, I, I have it, to, I have to agree because if it is a statesman running based on issues, then hands down, Bernie would be the candidate. Okay. Because, you know, but again, they paint him up, and the big thing that they have sold over the last forty years is, ooh, socialism bad, and ooh, you know, right. oh, socialized medicine is horrible, and yet. People, people. It's, been a, it's a trigger word that's yeah. been sort of used as propaganda. I'm starting right? to pronounce you just think things like Trump. Did or you communism. Hear me? <laughs> right. I know. I, people. As people. I, uh, and, and it's true. Uh, but here's the thing uh, this isn't socialism. Bernie is not a socialist, he's a democratic socialism. So yeah, there's, the a, fact, there's yeah. a slight. But if you listen to MSNBC, which is supposed to be a left, a progressive. Uh, talk oh, right. right. They they they're still calling him a communist. Oh, well, right? which yeah. is nothing. It has nothing to do with it. And so, but l- and let me ask you: How? Why is it that when Hillary and Bill, when it was called Hillary Care, when we were trying to do a universal health care, right, right, that it, no one was screaming that it was so? I mean, there was some Republicans screaming oh, yeah. that, but oh, yeah. no one really took it seriously. Right now that Bernie is coming along, now all of a sudden. It's like even even the the Democrats are talking about it. Like, no, that's not something that we believe in. 
when, when, when we, we were believing in it all the way back into the 90s. We've been trying to get single-payer, universal health care, whatever you want to call it, just like Canada, the Well, basically you know, what we're trying uh, England, to do is Great fix Britain, up the whatever. error that this country made for the last 40-plus years. When you years, listen to yeah. people talking, it's like, what, like it's not even something to consider. On, for the last 47 uh, years, election. almost half a century, it has been for-profit health care. And that is the that is the most divisive thing in the world. And I was, matter of fact, one of the conversations I was having as we brought this around from Facebook was talking to a woman who was sitting there going, "Well, my insurance went up two thousand dollars under Obamacare," and I and I said, "Well, you know," and she was talking about her governor in her state of Kentucky being right. a Democrat. And I said, "Well, first of all, your Democratic governor has only been there since January, so you can't push that off on him. You had uh, Blevins before." You've had Republican-controlled legislature in Kentucky. You're all, pretty much all of your representation in the, the federal government, Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul, and your, your, and your House representatives are all Republicans. And yet you, you failed to realize that you know, Mitch McConnell's number one goal was to make sure that nothing Obama did was ever going to be successful. Right. That, exactly. So it wasn't even proper. What, what I don't want to say it wasn't proper. It wasn't complete. No, right? it wasn't. It, it, no. The only reason it's why it is is because they had to push it through through reconciliation, if you remember. Right? Exactly. So right. They had laid even, out a framework. It wasn't that the was, ideal plan that we wanted for America. It was just what we could get through uh, with the... You know, with, with the insurance companies have, sticking in yes, there two cents exactly. with 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 uh, with again, uh, going back to everything that is wrong in our country. And we, again, Obamacare is is a perfect example of our government as a whole. The framework laid out is positively spectacular. It is what has been built upon that framework that has been flawed and corrupt. And what needs to happen is it needs to be broken down and, and new parts need to be put into the framework. Right. Well, I, I can tell you to take this to another level is you're right. One of the things that's broken is the Department of Justice. Oh, right? yeah. That needs to be fixed. There needs to be some kind of moat put around where it can't just be beholden to the president can't control the, the entire it has to be sort of a cross jurisdiction between the house i would like to try to see it a three well, the, well, well, yeah, the, well the, yeah well the, the, the point the is courts, there is the, the house the congress mm-hmm. and the president the department mm-hmm. of justice that way listen and, and let me let me finish this uh because because this is this is going to be great you heard this today in okay. february 2020 this idea right because if you have all three that participate in sort of a joint jurisdiction of the Department of Justice, meaning the president, the president already has control of the Department of Justice now, right? The Congress, right, also has jurisdiction and the courts, the Supreme Court has jurisdiction. So you could almost have like each person appoints a a bar, right? So Mm -hmm. Trump can appoint a bar, Right. You know, God forbid, whoever. Fine. Yeah. The uh, Congress can appoint someone to the Department of Justice. It has equal um, access to everything that Barr does. But obviously, this person is answerable to Congress. And it's almost like the way that uh, the Intelligence Committee is, where it has a Republican and a Democrat on it. Right. right. Like so that way, each party in the know is able to participate in the thing. So the court can also ha- appoint someone either itself. Right. Justice Roberts or someone on the court can be the liaison to the Justice Department 
And this is why it's so beautiful, Daniel, is because then they can't play the subpoena games because there's already a Supreme Court liaison right there. So if if the Congress sits a subpoena to Bill Barr, mm-hmm. right, and and Trump wants to block it and say, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna challenge this in the court, mm-hmm. well guess what? Their representative is right there and can make a ruling right there. They can't block it up, which is what, I mean, let's face it, that's what Trump has done. He's played games. This has been a stall tactic. It's using the courts to, uh, but that is one thing that should be fixed. And I think that's the Department of Justice to have sort of equal, uh, an equal jurisdiction by all three branches of government. Right, not just the uh, executive branch of the president. Right, but they have a judicial committee within within Congress, both in the in the House of Representatives. But again, there there's but that's there not needs, the that does that's, that's just strictly the, for uh, appointment general. That's yeah. not the Department of Justice. The Justice Committee that Nadler uh, yeah. is is uh, controlling mm-hmm. doesn't have much power. Right, there's not much that they can do. But I'm saying, just like uh, just like Barr is running the Justice Department, mm-hmm. I think there should also be someone from that Congress side who's also running, has equal powers with the attorney. There should be three attorney generals, and each one is appointed by each branch of Congress. of the government. Right. Yeah. And then that way, Barr can't play this. Uh, he can't be, you know, Trump's Roy Cohn. Yeah. Right? OK. But also when Trump was elected into office, both of the houses of Congress were Republican controlled. Right. And, and that's true. And I guess in that case, then you only have the courts, the courts appointing person to, to save or to be the voice of. Yeah, reason. Okay, you're but, right. Yeah. Would, if the if the party has all all. Yeah, well, again, uh, the, the, the biggest flaw of yes. our, our, our system is, is, is the two-party system because nothing actually progresses forward. You've got two parties pitched against each other, and, 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 and then you've got, well, a great example is you've got Bernie coming in, realizing that if he comes in as third party, he risks breaking up the progressive vote of the Democrats. So he's trying to get on the Democratic ticket. Right. Where he's which, been on it. He's, he's been, been a Democrat yeah. for a while now. Right. right. Let's fa- I mean, let's face it, even though he called himself an independent, as we mm-hmm. know, he caucused with the Democrats. He voted with them 99.9% of the time. In fact, mm-hmm. he was a more loyal Democrat than some of the blue dog Democrats, mm-hmm. like Joe Manchin. Oh, <laughs> right? yeah. You know, Bernie was voting with the Democrats more than some of these other Democrats. So right. uh, to hear, you know, uh, people claim that he's not a Democrat or he's not uh, a loyal Democrat. It's just not true, right? No, his record not. has proved it. Uh, his record has in, proven in on Democratic issues he has been more loyal than far more people who have already adopted the name Democrat. And it should be very clear that they've adopted it for their political purposes. Right. And, our, and, our, and again, our, our entire political system is flawed because, uh, as I have stated, uh, maybe maybe... Well, actually, I don't think it was heard on the the first official podcast that we did. But our our political system is flawed in the fact that our 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 politics has become a politics of power rather than a politics of responsibility to the people. And when I hear people referring to the folks in Washington as our leaders, it grinds my gears because they should be our representatives. 
right. and they sure. should and they should be speaking in our interest. And Certainly. but you know we have the we have an awful Supreme Court decision in Citizens United. There you go. Bing 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 bing. bing. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you again. Allowing dark money, money that we have no idea where it's coming from, pouring into our elections, and people are okay with this. We have lobbyists, which. Any other country would tell you lobbying is just a is a is a twenty dollar word for corruption, legalized corruption, and that's all it is. And we've allowed these corruptions to fall into place within our government, and and I that is you know the founding you always say, people sit there and talk. Well, I don't think that's what the founding fathers meant. Well, the founding fathers definitely didn't mean for moneyed influences to come into our government. Yeah, absolutely, and that's for sure. It would take a whole other podcast to talk about the whole money problem mm-hmm. uh, as it relates to politics, as it relates to elections, mm-hmm. right? Uh, free, whether it's free and fair elections, whether you can buy elections, right? right? Look mm-hmm. at Bloomberg, right? Yeah, see, uh, that that's a great example right there because here, here you have people talking about Bloomberg. Well, I like him because he's not beholden to anybody. And ideally... That's what we said about Trump, by the way. That was yeah, the same and thing. Yeah, and that's the, the same, and that's like, the same oh, well, stupid... Not, yeah, then it's exactly, stu- that's, you know, but finish your point, because a, that's stupid. He's not beholden right. to anybody, right? That including, is the including the American public as a whole, whereas Bernie does grassroots campaigns, two, three, four dollar donations yeah. from the American public, His the people that he's supposed to be there, the, the people that, that, are, right. that our elected officials are supposed to be representing exactly the yeah. entirety of the population. He's doing he's doing it right. That's how it should be. It shouldn't be uh, getting millions and billions of dollars from just a few people, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what most and that, and that is the problem. That's that's mm-hmm. why um, that's why with this impeachment, mm-hmm. right? The, the Republicans followed Mitch McConnell right off a cliff, right? Really, in terms did, of yeah. ignoring the facts, ignoring everything. I mean, they just looked. Um, you know, and I made the argument. I wanted to, to clarify it a little bit um, about America's Got Talent and American Idol. The American public is not stupid, right? They no. when they vote on these things, like typically they get it right. They they can judge whether it's a talent, mm. the singer, whatever. You know, uh, generally they 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 get it right. Now I, mm-hmm. I I get it where there's a lot of low information voters out there, but um, to to think that we didn't see. Uh, exactly what happened during the impeachment is is going to be a big mistake. The the voters will see it. All right. Uh, they're going to pay a political price for it now. Uh, and again, I I find it hard to believe that somehow I, Trump's going to survive. Yeah, see, this, this is this is this is where I'm going to I I, I know. pray oh, well, yeah. I pray that you're right. But the 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 bottom line is, I really I really see. This president just again keeping people distracted and off step, yeah. you know, just true. And that's the other problem with why it's broken is because most of that electorate, mm-hmm. uh, the Republicans, the majority of them mm-hmm. are the ones where Trump could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and he wouldn't lose a vote, right? That's that that speaks to his voters, right? And right. That, that's that's a problem. That and, and it's a hypocritical vote because to the, they, yeah. they're the you know most of them are evangelical, yeah. Uh, but yet you know the whole uh, you know Trump has got to be the least uh, evangelical uh, individual ever. ever. Right? Honestly, well, again, you know, and and again to anybody that actually 
was raised in a Christian environment, if you can't see the wolf in sheep's clothing, I can't help you. Right. Okay. Well, and, and they sit there. They, they sit there on on all these hot button issues. They 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 keep they keep the distraction there. Okay. But yeah. how do they do it? Is it just pro- because it's I, I, well, it's is, easy. Is, is it's the easy Republican to pr- party a cult. Because how can someone's brain just well no but again let's not- let, let's 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 not mince words here you know evangelical evangelical Christianity in and of itself is a cult every every religion well, yeah, started out as a cult Christianity started out as a cult in the first century okay that's what the first century politics and the jews and the romans all believed that this was some crazy cult and 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 by by token it was you know and 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 the the christianity the first, a first century christian couldn't come today and look at the christianity that's being practiced and recognize it as the christianity that he died for right. that that he was sent to the lion's den for believing yeah and, and again, you know, you sit there and you talk about, if you talk about people who actually follow the principles of Christ, for heaven's sake, the first guy, the first guy that comes to mind is the Jew, the Bernie Sanders, you know, compassion for others, you know, yeah. you know looking out for the, those who are not strong enough to look out for themselves. And we've pointed this out before, the, the, the best way to vote is to think about the most vulnerable people that you know. And vote in their interest, right. not your own selfish interest, but in the interest of taking care of those who cannot take care of themselves. Because everybody, you know, everybody sits there and just tries to make things harder for the poorest, most defenseless of us. Well, because, because there are, sadly, there are assholes out there that will take advantage of any system where they think somebody is getting something that they're not. They will cheat the system. They will go for workers' comp. They will, you know, they will get on programs that, that, that they have no business being on because, because they think, well, I, you know, why is everybody else getting free stuff? And, then, and yeah. they ruin it for everyone else. And right? they ruin these it, are, yeah. These are good programs, right? I mean, I get yeah. it that uh, it, there is subject to abuse in some of this. And again, this is... There are, yeah, and podcast. the bottom line is, is every time you cut into these programs, you affect people, you devastate people who desperately need this stuff. Right. And you make, you make their life even more miserable. And we're talking about seniors, we're talking the disabled, we're talking the mentally challenged. You know, these people need our help. Yeah. And to sit there and to try to cut these programs and then to, to pour ridiculous amounts into our military spending and into Trump's border wall. I mean, look at the deficit, the deficit. And trust me, if if and when we, uh, when I say we, uh, mm-hmm. the Democrats, is there's a new president mm-hmm. uh, elected in 2020, that's the first thing that's going to come out of the Republicans' mouths is going to be how bad the deficit is now. Under yeah. Trump, Trump's deficit. We might, yeah, let's yeah. just call it right now. This is Trump's deficit. Right. Right. Yeah. He owns this deficit. Yeah. So everyone knows that this is going to be Trump's deficit. Yeah, long, long before the next Democrat. It's Obama's yeah. economy yeah. that he's probably, that, that in yeah, spite actually, of him yeah, trying yeah. to run it into the ground, well, actually, yeah, yeah. all he did is just put nitrous on it, right? Yeah. There, it was, there, there, were, there, were, there right. was already there was already a great bit of growth, but already there is decline in the job market. All right, there was decline in job growth already. But, yeah, but again, the, it's, the it's nitrous is, is that, that affects it, the, the it, top percentage. The Republicans, percentage. Will, they will flip a switch. As soon yeah. as a Democrat is in the, in the, in the, off, in the White House, mm-hmm. they will switch, 
and complain that the deficit and that therefore we have to now we have to cut all these spendings, all these programs that you just mm-hmm. alluded to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's uh, that it gets back to the the whole Christmas, the Santa Claus theory, the Republican Santa Claus theory, right? That they hate the fact that Democrats want to spend money on the masses, right? Mm-hmm. They hate it; it drives them crazy. So the best way they figured out the best way to to stop that is to run up is to spend money themselves, so that when the Democrat gets in office. The deficit is so high, he can't spend money. Right. right. That's part of the... Uh, the Republican playbook. Yeah. The, yeah, the, <laughs> that's part of their playbook. Exactly. That is, that and, is and exactly what they do. Dollars to donuts. As soon they as run the up the deficit. It, yeah. they, will, they will run around like their hair is on fire about the deficit. And right. right now, they don't. there's nothing. Just like there was nothing about, um, uh, what was it, the border wall. Right. Right. There was nothing about it until they lost the house. Mm-hmm. Right. Then, then now all of a sudden they want to do something about the border wall. It's yeah. Like, well, 2000, you could yeah. have done, you know, you had the house and the Senate. You mm-hmm. could have done anything you had wanted to with it. Right. Yeah. But you didn't. Yeah. In 2000, yeah, in 2019, when when the new when the new house came in, that's when it was suddenly an issue, and that's when Trump went and shut down the government, right. which is Over. another thing he did. Which you know, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're you're just exhausted because of all everything that comes out, and and, and honestly. Uh, you, you, if we went back just over the last three years at everything that would have been a major catastrophe, a major scandal for every president prior to this clown, oh. and, I, and I'm and and you would you would be uh, well, look at what Clinton was impeached for, really, yeah, right. And yeah. They, the Republicans today still feel like that that was yeah. a legitimate, literally, literally, uh, the only two scandals, the only two th- scandals that came out of Clinton's. Impeachment, okay, uh, out of the Clinton, eight years of Clinton, was Whitewater, which we ended up being exonerated for. Of course, you didn't read about that in the headlines. That was tucked away on, like, page six or something. And, right. you know, oh, well. After we, three years, after, Ken yeah. Starr finally got to the blowjob with Monica Lewinsky. Oh, yeah, they, they sat there and, duck, and oh, man, to have, him, to have him on Donald Trump's defense team. Wasn't it that, that, that just, just, like, seeing that, uh, I actually felt bad for him. Yeah. Right. Uh, just uh, because, again, how do you how can you look at yourself in the I mean, mirror? Any of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To, to to we to, already know that to, Alan Dershowitz to, to doesn't have a soul you know? be, to, <laughs> to be up in arms about Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Right. To be up in arms and, and be so upset about that. And then when it comes to Donald Trump. Be like, well, that's nothing. That's not. That's not something you impeach for. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. almost like what plan? I mean, yeah. it's just it just shows the sellout. The, how Republic and Republicans are the biggest. I mean, that's the problem with politics. Everyone has sold out. Right. Exactly. And that's why. And that's why uh, Bernie is not being the sellout. Is the one who may not win this. Oh yeah, right? well that, that is exactly mo- he has, well, get you know, the popular we, vote. He'll, just like why countries broke. We seventy percent of the country wants something, mm-hmm. and uh, and we can't get our elected officials to to do it. That 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 democracy is broke when seventy percent of the electorate wants something, but their representatives won't vote for it. Why is exactly? That? It's yeah. because of their donors, the moneyed interest. Don't want them to vote for it, and they're right. not going to do it. They don't, yeah. and they'll come up with some BS excuses as to why. They'll never say exactly why because of their donors. Mm-hmm. But that's and people don't realize there are things out there like Alec, the American Legislative Exchange 
commission, you know, the, where, where, where they, you, you don't know about I don't it? Know. I haven't heard of, I was thinking, uh, you really don't know about this. Yeah. They basically corporate interests have gotten together a commission that, that, that acts in their interests. And they will go to a Marriott and they will meet in a Marriott uh, banquet room or conference room and they will lay out the agenda that they want politicians to push forward in the legislative session. And and they will give them, they will give them, they will give them pages. This is the laws we want you to pass. These are the laws. They're already printed out. They're already printed out. All they have to do is just submit it. No, no. But ideally what they're supposed to do is to rewrite them and submit them as their own. But some of these a-holes are so lazy, they they just submit it directly. And it's like, are you kidding me? And most Americans are completely unaware of these types of situations that are going on with their government. And if you actually knew what was going on with your government, you'd be downright pissed. Right. And, you know, and you'd be and, and you get played. They get played every on, on all sorts of issues. They get played on abortion. They get played on illegal immigration. These are these are the Republican. This is the Republican hit list. Yeah. These are the ones they they're always wedge issues. Yeah, they're they wedge issues that yeah. they sit there and drive in, and then they, of course you know, and and they're and they're supposed welfare and voter fraud. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, that's uh... yeah, and and they, they work actively at suppressing people's right to vote, right. suppressing people's voices. And, you know, and the Electoral College is another great example of it where it gives great, greater power to white minority landowners in, in lower population concentrations. Yeah. Well, that than, was a deal we struck to, yeah. to have these states join the union, to have right. that type of control, which is, which, which is fine. Um, but uh, to me, the biggest problem is, is the election and, and the elections being broken. Is what yeah. And we need to get that fixed. And, I, and again, uh, a, a lot of them have already been discussed is mm-hmm. getting money out of politics. I think that should be um, the public financing of elections. Right. Right. I think uh, it, ultimately it would be cheaper. Like Bloomberg could could come in the race and spend his money right. if he wanted to. But, uh, you know, obviously the other candidates shouldn't be disadvantaged from that. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've. Uh, like, like it's fucked because I don't see how you can prevent uh, a candidate from spending their own money. The best you can do is to level the field is to give the other candidates, you know, I mean, I guess yeah, we're giving well, all the other candidates a billion dollars. Yeah, right? well, you know, that's, that's the thing is the, uh, the uh, what really needs to happen again, this is where you need a ref. Okay. This is, but who's you, gonna? Who's yeah, gonna? Well, be you, you, right? really, you really need to. You really need to. You know, ideally, you, you need at least need, two, right? You're gonna have to have a, at least a Republican and a Democrat. Well, you, and, you, and need, you need, you need, you need, yeah. Other, well, you need three. a, you need someone who doesn't have a dog in the fight. I think everyone, I think, has been. It's been proven that yeah. you can't unring that bell. You cannot. Yeah, exactly. At least according to Republicans, you cannot separate your political affiliation. Wait, 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 look, that's fine. Well, no, we but can well, talk we, about well, you it know, from we, we, we need we need we need someone who is like a neutral outside party to the United States. You know, like we we need, we need to send our. <laughs> that's a tough call because you know. Well, we, and then when you and, and here's the problem because each state decides mm-hmm. how to run their elections for you're president. right. So you really you, it's almost impossible to impose. Yeah. Uh, well, but, yeah, exactly. But but here's the thing. State elections 
on a state level for state level position, state level government, local government should be run according to the states. But I think if you're if you're in the situation of running uh, for the na- for the, for a national election, there should be a national standard across the board. Like what? Like what do you mean? Is all right? A you know, you know, uh, for 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 national party conventions, every every state should have a should have a primary. It shouldn't be caucuses. It should be. They well, should. Okay. They that, should that's a, a good start. A start right? should be. They, they should be paper ballots. There should be a paper. A paper ballot. So you can paper ballot. Right. And vote, again, no matter yeah. what. Right. Sacrosanct, blockchain, whatever it is. Uh, well, I, I don't care. You know, whatever app you you right. can let the app, but right. Uh, you, you need you need to have the paper backup. Right. Exactly. Um, and the bo- and 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 our our electoral system needs to be one where it is not winner take all. All right. Well, I, if you mean like instant runoff, where you yeah, can, like an instant uh, exactly, yeah. you know, where you know you could have a diverse, a more diverse range of candidates, right. and whereby you say rank and order the candidates that so you someone could vote for, say, an Amy Klobuchar or yeah. Pete Buttigieg, right. right? And if he and your second and then your second choice is Bernie or Biden, right? And right. if they or don't win, you just keep going down right. the list exactly. until yeah. your vote kicks in, right? And that right. could be done at the pri- on the primary level, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm talking on the national between the, the Republican and the Democrat. Well, and, they, and I agree with that as well. Also, you know, and uh, actually, I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't I think I think there should be I don't think there should be primaries prior to the election. Right. I agree. We don't need primaries. We need everybody from each party, uh, each party. Well, I mean, I think the primary is to figure out who that party is going to nominate. For the old, for the general election, right? well, and it needs to yeah, be exactly. each state needs to have their say and and decide in each party. Well, I think right? I which think is the, fine because you can't uh, each party is sort of independent and private. To me, it's not fair to tell a party what they can and can't do in terms of how they have to nominate. Like I said, if the Republicans uh, just want to, uh, well, you, you know, know what? I I dis uh, I dis I disagree with that. I, I I think there there should be there should be some government. Oversight over the parties because the parties because, for example, well, take 2016. This. Take 2016. Okay, if there had been a straightforward and fair run at that rather than parliamentary procedure crap that was done, mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders would have been the nominee in 2016. I genuinely believe that. Right. Okay, but the bottom line is the corporate Democrats at the very top of the Democratic Party are the ones setting policy. And so they are already trying to steer the primary in in the direction of their candidate and not the one chosen by the party at large. Right. In which case it was Hillary, because Hillary and Bill have been, you know. And in this case, it's to be determined, right? And we in don't this know case, who. Right, yeah. they, there's someone obviously. Isn't it amazing how many more candidates we have to choose from on the Democratic Party now than we had in the initial 2016? Primary, right? Well, wasn't that crazy? You had four, uh, yeah. There were like, were there four, maybe five candidates in total? In total, at the very beginning of the Democratic primary, there was Hillary, Bernie, there was uh, Mark O'Malley, there was uh, Jim Webb, and somebody. I think there might have been one other, and uh, yeah, and and there was literally no. There was like no. They were already stacking the deck at the beginning of the primary. This is the beginning of this primary season. How many how many Democratic candidates were there? There were 20, like 1920. Yeah. 
Well, look at it. Uh, it. It flipped. In 2016, the Republicans had 20 that started out, and we really only had two, Bernie and Hillary. Well, yeah, but keep in mind, also, in, in 2016, there was, there was no Republican incumbent. You right. Know. Um, but so now, Daniel, I just want to challenge you on what you were talking about, the political parties, because you mentioned something interesting about the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. If you who is to say how you should run your party? Let's say you wanted to start the, the blue, a new, the, the blue wig party. Right. Mm-hmm. And you that you want You decide your rules on how you want to elect your person. Well, who's to say going to tell you, well, if you're going to do that. You have to do it this way because if more than likely it's going to be set up in a way where you're going to lose control of your party, just like the Democrats are losing control of their party. And uh, but the but the point being is you start a political party. okay? and if you're starting a political party, you're not starting it for a select group of people. You're trying to bring in a larger group of people who share your ideology, okay? And there need and there really does need to be a standard operating procedure in a polit- in how your p- political party is established and how you how you run your can your your campaign in order to bring forth your best candidates. Right. Well, I, I think um and, and, and I don't disagree with you, Daniel, because I know that uh, what were some of the, like the David Duke, the, the party, some of those really fringe parties that oh, are out yeah. there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess that just goes to the quality of your party, right? Right, Whatever exactly. your bylaws and however you run that the, party. Yeah, the to bi- be honest, the, yeah. I, I agree with you. The Democratic, to me, that's why I'm not a Democrat, because right. that, of, of the problems with that party. I, right. I, I consider myself a, a, an independent independent. Right, a yeah, true right. independent. Well, actually, I was a Democrat and, and liberal values, yeah. d- depending yeah. on whatever the issue is. We can right, exactly, and that's what uh, because believe it or not, that from time to time there are actually Republicans out there that you actually go, oh, okay, you know, uh, but not j- anymore. There's, well, they're, no, they're all really not. they're all hacks. They're, they're all they're, committed you know, to the cause, which is but no, but it, the well, not necessarily the, the, the ones that are currently in the spotlight of the Republican Party, and there's a lot of Republicans that have just you know washed their hands of this. Okay. Uh, you know, as much as, as much as I don't like Mitt Romney, I will say, say this. Okay. He voted his conscience. Yeah. Well, the man, the man actually, you know, I, I don't agree with him on his, on a lot know of his why social. He did it, though, don't you? Oh yeah. Obviously to, he did it because of the picture that Trump took of him at that dinner with Trump gloating uh, that little with the light in the background. I don't know if you remember. He invited oh, yeah. Romney to that dinner, and he took. There was this really avant-garde, weird, where Trump almost looked like the devil in the background, and with Trump, oh, basically looking very meek and sort of butt kissing, mm-hmm. right? Romney decided, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cuck for you. Right? Yeah. Gonna, well, uh, but, yeah, but by the same water, token, it was bullshit. also it was also the uh, it was his appeal to the moderate Republicans that look at Trump and go, OK, this guy is too much. This is ridiculous. You know, and again, if yeah. I look at Republicans, John Huntsman, another fine Mormon who was actually who was actually I, I looked at him very positively in 2012. Uh, you know, he was he was part right. of the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the Republican primary. Well, there. look, I like to be honest, if I had to have picked a Republican, I kind of play that game sometimes. Yeah, uh, it would have been Kasich, you know, John Kasich from uh, what was it, Ohio? Oh, Kasich yeah. Ohio? Kasich, yeah. Was it Kasich? Yeah. Kasich? Yeah. Kasich? Kasich. Kasich. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, was was okay. Was kind of the uh, the, the less the, uh, yeah. If you had to choose of uh, the less 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 evils, then yeah, absolutely. Right. But honestly, that we haven't had a decent Republican statesman since Eisenhower. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I well, mean, we, and we haven't probably had a legitimate Republican president since then either. Exactly. I'm not yeah. sure that uh, yeah. George W. Bush won against Gore. Yeah, I'm not sure he beat uh, Kerry. There no, was, I think uh, there were some issues with that uh, yeah, database yeah. and whatever it was. Oh yeah, Iowa or oh well, Ohio, yeah, yeah. Ohio was, maybe yeah. Ohio again. But again, but again, that also falls on the on the Democrats because let's face facts: when we had Kerry and Edwards, we basically had two suits with nobody in it running for the Democratic. Right. And then, of course, it comes out later on that Edwards was also a philanderer. Uh, and, well, of course, the fact that he was philandering on his wife who had cancer just definitely didn't, didn't add to his image. Like, yeah. Whoa. No, I, yeah. You know, I Whoa. thought, uh, yeah, I thought he was going to go all the way. Yeah, he was, he was a pretty boy, but, the, but at the end of the day, you know, well, he's a human being. There, we're, we're, you know, we're all flawed human beings. I'm, I'm convinced, and, and, and certainly there's a, a certain naiveness that you have that uh, as you're in this longer, you, you kind of learn that, wait a second, uh, uh, what, what you see is not what you get. No, right? it's, you, it's, you it's not, that, really never the case. Uh, and so the question is, you know, uh, which, uh, which guy is going to turn out to be closer to the image that they put out into the public? You know, and here's here's the thing. You know, I was I was. You know, certainly Obama was not everything I'd hoped for in a president. But I never I never once questioned his love of his country or questioned whether what 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 he was trying to do, whether it was in his own personal interest. Right. I never got that feeling well, from him. That's true. Uh, although you know, I, course, I I I do feel like uh, some of it was questionable in terms of whether he was catering or pandering to the establishment. Well, of course, you know, sadly, sadly, that that is the case. And that's we now have all of these merged big banks that are now officially too big to fail. And when you look back, when you look back in the 70s, when we were growing up as kids and how they went to break up monopolies like AT&T. AT&T was broke up once already. Yeah. Well. And, you know, and it was broken up into smaller companies that took care of smaller things. And 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 the point being is you don't want you know corporate corporate power to be greater than the power of the country and that's what has happened yeah. in our lifetime. Corporations have now basically established their hold over everything. Right. And, and, and it's because the, the corporations now are multinational corporations. Right. Exactly. It's not just, you know, how does a country uh, handle? I mean, I, I, we can do it here in the United States. Right. But look at other countries, smaller countries. I mean, how do you, you know, Exxon well, the bottom, the, yeah, the bottom, they have their, they, their, their uh, GDP of just Exxon Mobil is larger than the whole country themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. How do they you know, stand up to, uh, to well, you see, that's like that. the bottom line is that's where the United States should be setting the groundwork and the setting the, and setting the example. They don't do, we haven't done that. We have allowed corporate corporations to run amok the world over. Right. We don't penalize, we don't penalize companies for corporations for taking jobs away from Americans and shipping them off for pennies overseas. 
you know, where, where, you know, and, and we, corporate America has gone in and basically taken everything that the U.S. government was, had in order to leverage things in the best interest of the American citizens. They were taxed at a higher rate in the days of old, okay? Right. And then they were given incentives in the taxation in order to get breaks, in order to get deductions, right. in order to maintain their workforce in the United States, their, you know, and their production here in this country. They were incentivized, uh, pardon me, to keep things going on here, but they, that wasn't good enough for corporate America. No, they, they wanted to be able to, de- to not pay the taxes and to go overseas and make a bigger profit right. as a result. And that's, that, I think that's also, too, one of the things that need to be fixed because, it, it, to me, it's, just un- it's unpatriotic to, to behave that way. As a, like whether you're ExxonMobil, if you're an American company, it should be, it should be patriotic to... Um, well, it should, I, I think patriotic might be overstating it. I think what it should be is that you should be a good corporate citizen, okay? Well, the cor- but the, the only way to do that is you have to change the bylaws the cor- or the cor- really the corporate code because mm-hmm. right now they're only, they have to make a profit. Their well, only no, yeah. decision is because they're beholden to their shareholders. And they're beholden so to their shareholders. What, we, what, what there needs to be is there needs to be something in there that says, okay, that is your number one goal is to make a profit, mm-hmm. but there also has to be some kind of good for the community, right, or good for the state or something good that that's and and perhaps that's different from each for each company. Well, no, but there was right? there, and that's right. and that is exactly what was done in 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 times before. But prior prior to Ronald Reagan, okay, every every corporate every every corporation worked very hard within their own communities to make places better, to you know, to do their part to truly, to truly to truly be good citizen corporate citizens. Right. When they decided to go in there and undermine the government at every turn solely for the sake of profit, okay, that is that is when everything has gone gone to hell in a handbasket. I think that's also the key to most problems with most um, countries that uh, that lose their democracy, that lose that control, is because the corporations mm-hmm. have, and it, it really just goes back to money. I right, think, Daniel. Really, I mean, because they have more money, they're, they're the only people that can really afford to game the system right. with the money, and the money is is what does it. And so, um, it, there has in order to fix it somehow, I think you have to get the money out of it, <laughs> right? And and or or let them keep the money, but just force them to do good. Right, force the corporations. But to you say, have yeah, to do they something. keep their. But that. But the problem is, there's no way to genuinely. You don't want to force the issue, okay? But by the same token, there's really nothing that they respond to other than money. They don't. There's no. There is no. There is no. There is no. Well, the problem is speech. They've decided that speech is money, or money is speech. So right. we have freedom of speech, and yeah. if you want to support. Um, but that's what there has to be something then that gets the money that says as a corporation you cannot support a political candidate. Is right. that I mean, I don't know if that's too much to ask or not. But 
you, you and and that's the that was the biggest problem. I don't have a problem with freedom of speech. I just want to know who's talking. You know I can't stand you, right? I, can't, I just, I just you know. I'm doing this under duress. It's part of I my know. community I've service. I've got him handcuffed to the chair now. <laughs> it's, uh... it's community service. It's like what? <laughs> okay. No. So, um, the one thing I, I wanted to talk uh, some election stuff. Really? Right? Some more? And, okay. Yeah, I know because I'm not. I'm not done with that. I'm. I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm really upset how somehow Bernie can win. It took a while, but mm-hmm. uh, he, he ended up winning Iowa. Uh, didn't win the, all the, the delegate votes, but oh, he yeah. won the popular again, that's vote. The, that, again, here is, here, is the, here is the fact that this is why we need a standard operating procedure for the parties. Uh, you know, if you're running a political party in the United States, for, for Democrats to, to, to the Democratic elites to pull this crap with their super delegates. Right. Well, that's. I think I thought you were going to talk about the caucuses versus the uh, having a, a straight primary. Well, yeah, uh, again, and, and that's again, fine too. But yeah. but here's what what really annoys me is so then they go to New Hampshire. Bernie mm-hmm. wins New Hampshire. Yep. Right. He's leading already in uh, Nevada, mm-hmm. and somehow uh, they still don't consider him the front runner. Right, like it, it's still either Biden or Bloomberg, and, and they. And well, Bernie's I think like uh, yeah. Well, they, they have been pointing out how far, <laughs> how far right. behind Biden is in the polls, and that's what's really sad. But not in the national poll. They're still holding out some hope that because nationally, mm-hmm. he has some type of following, that he he's still viable. And I don't even consider Biden viable almost at this point. Right? Well, I, mean, I think the bottom line is it would it it probably would. With with all of the stink that Trump has raised about Biden being, you know, the the guy to go after, right? You know, and and, and, and I really, think it worked. I think it, I think he did his job, right? Yeah, I think he's, he, yeah. he's uh, you know, basically trying to make he's been Biden swift voted. Uh, yeah. I think Biden's mm-hmm. been swift voted mm-hmm. enough that uh, you know uh, he's not viable. The bottom line is, yeah, you've got this guy, and and that with that and that kind, and and again, being in the public eye so often, you know, that's that is has proven to be a detriment for Biden. Now, by the same token, we've got Bernie, who has been in political office for thirty thirty five years. You know, has it? It, it, yeah, it least, seems like yeah. more. It, no, I, it's I been a lot. Like more. No, he's been well. He's if been thirty five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's I'll, been more. I'll, yeah, I'll it's been a little bit longer than that. Obviously. You know, as old as he is, you know, and he's actually in far better shape than everybody gives him credit for being. Right. Oh, my goodness. At 80 is the first time he's had like a heart issue. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, I, not and especially wood, considering he's in his shape. But then, yeah. And especially especially considering, you know, the way the way he what he does, you know, so many people don't realize the things like, he, you know, he, he walks to work in Washington. You know, they, they don't realize he does. He does all of the stuff. To stay healthy, he is very yeah, well, vibrant. And he's, and but but again, it is played up in a world of sound bites. Whereas well, that's you, our you, you know culture today is we're in a sound bite culture. Really. Yeah, exactly. You know, because I, I encourage anybody, and when you when you see something from anyone, okay, especially especially if it's someone you're in opposition to, all right, 
and you hear something that makes you angry or makes you makes you despise someone, go back and find the the entirety of of what was said. Don't just take the soundbite that they gave you. Go seek out, and it's not hard to find. Okay, and True. to find out, find find the sound bites, find where the sound bite came from. Listen to the thing in its entirety, and then see if you feel the same way. Yeah, I I almost don't even need to. I almost just need to see who the sound bite is coming from. Exactly. Right? Yeah. If it's coming from a Republican, I know that it's or laced, if it's coming from if it's coming so from much, a slanted source. There are a lot of uh, things out there that are that it's that, like opposite land, right? right like exactly. whatever's coming out of the Republican's mouth. Like typically be on guard for the opposite of that. Right. Well, I, <laughs> right. I tend to try to stick with, you know, uh, a matter of fact, I, I don't watch the news. I read my news. I read it from sources like Reuters. I read it from Associated Press where they are uh, right up the middle. Okay. It's the facts and nothing but the facts. Here's, here's what was, here's what was said. Here's what was said in its entirety. You know, and and go from there. Okay, and that's and and unfortunately, we don't have people that are informed enough to do that. Well, I heard on Fox News or I heard on MSNBC. You know, think. Yeah. Well, um, in in fairness, Mm -hmm. uh, we're all busy, right? We're all very busy. Right. To uh, uh, and and to me, because here's the here's the thing. Sometimes it's hard just by looking at the facts, the dry mm-hmm. facts from Reuters mm-hmm. or whoever, to really find out what this what it what it means, right? Like I'm I'm like one of those that doesn't really look at it until someone is giving it context, right? They say, okay, X Y Z happened, right? And th- and that's true. Okay, mm-hmm. X Y Z happened, but then the analysis will be. And typically, this is where this, and this is why I love it. This is why I'm, I suppose I'm a political animal because a Republican will take X, Y, Z facts, and mm-hmm. they will they will say it means PDQ, mm-hmm. right? The Democrat will take X, Y, Z facts. It means and it means you know like X to the to the X power, you know Y to the square root, you know. Mm-hmm. It, but it's still partially there. Right. And there's always mm-hmm. spin on both sides, which is why it almost just needs to see who it's coming from. Right. And you can yeah. see what the spin is. No, I, I agree with you. I, I want more debates. There should be more debates. And I would love to have debates on the issues, not just Democratic debates, but, you know, a Democratic, well, you know, a conservative versus well, a liberal point, because that's really what it's yeah. come down to. Yeah. Well, I, Although, well, again, you know, this is uh, this is part of the, di- the the dichotomy that they want us to believe that it's left, right, black or white. And it's not. And and that's that's what needs to that's the, the big paradigm that needs to be broken. That it, that, you know, that they that at the end of the day, it is the ultra rich against everybody else. And that's true. The bottom line is you keep them fighting amongst themselves and they're never going to look back and see who's really doing it. There's a, there's a great adage that's called the third party rule. Okay. And the third party rule is simply this. Whenever there are two parties in conflict, there is a third party that benefits from that conflict remaining and continuing and going on unresolved. Mm-hmm. And as long as that conflict is going on, the only person benefiting from that is the third party sure. or, the, or the third group. And that is exactly what Americans need to stop doing right now is being in conflict with 
conservatives and liberals, Democrats versus Republicans, and start realizing who the third party is in this situation. Right. Well, who is the third party? Like you said, the third party are the ones that are controlling corporate interests, which is the mostly, corporate elite. And I say Republicans, but yeah, they are controlled too. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Oh, yeah. I, corporate, I well, you've heard of corporate Democrats, of course, you know. Uh, um, but I, it, it's interesting. I was getting back to what you said about there should be no political ads on TV. And, and, and at first blush, I thought, well, but then you won't know. Uh, you'll be less informed. But when you look at the political ads, they're such bullshit anyway. Right, exactly. Right? And the, the bottom line is, what is, what is, what, 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 what did you just, what did you just argue in favor for? Well, because did you, did, did, you, did you catch yourself? What did you argue in favor of? More debates. No, no. This was this. What? Right, what? Right, what, right. what? 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 I'm already thinking. No, two no, no. What? What? No, no. Yeah. I want you to go back because I don't. All right. All right. What what did you just argue in favor for that you previously argued against? I don't know, but you tell me. Money being speech. Right. Money being free speech. Money being the same thing as free speech. And that's what needs that needs to be gotten rid of. Yes. No, I agreed with that's what that's what. Uh, that's Citizens why United is all right. About. Exactly, they, but that, but by the same token, but that's where that money goes going into paying for political ads that have no merit, have no merit. That some are just out and out falsehoods that are just thrown out there, and you know, and nobody has a chance to re- make a rebuttal against that ad, like you said, you know, and and they don't have as much money. <clears throat> to make their to make their ad as visible as the guy who's spending more money to run his ad more often. I don't think, and, and I hear what you're saying. I don't think you can, with the freedom of speech. I don't think you can limit political advertising. Right. Well, I, right. I don't think because yeah. they'll just and and, and I get no, it. no. You can. You are free to. I have no problem with people voicing their opinion again. But, you know, when you when you make when you make one opinion louder than fact, then we that's where we have that's where our issues start to arise. Well, just as take the devil's advocate and take your point to the other extreme, if there were no ads, Mm -hmm. right, then the only thing you would have, I suppose, is some type of position paper, right, or through debates, Right. Um, but I don't know, because then and then I get back to Trump, because yeah. I, it, it, the way Trump just lied about all his, you know, pledges, his promises when he was campaigning. It was oh, just yeah. all one yeah. big lie. So yeah. it, it doesn't matter. Almost anyone could just lie about anything. Right. Exactly. Right. And in political and they already do in political ads. Right. But, yeah. But but they but with political ads, they end up having a much larger platform in which to lie. Thank you for shoving the microphone in my face as I was saying <laughs> Sorry that. About that. Now I sound like I'm really angry because all of a sudden I got really loud. <laughs> Go, all right. Look at Daniel getting fiery over there. Oh, I love yeah. that. Sho- yeah, shove it over here. Okay. So, and that's the point I make is is all, all we do by pouring all this money out there is give them an opportunity to lie to an even larger audience, to lie at a... To, to consistently throw these ideas out there that people eventually start spewing as fact when they are in fact they are error they are they are opinion 
Right. What to me, that's why I feel like you should have equal time. Mm-hmm. Right. Like like I said, if Bloomberg is is buying two hundred million dollars in TV ads, mm-hmm. I think there should be some type of rebuttal that that needs to be required to be allowed. Uh, even if Bloomberg has to pay for it, right? The extra 15 seconds. So if you're going to spend a 30-second ad, you have to give halftime of a rebuttal to that ad. And the rebuttal can't be... If it's an ad targeting somebody else's record. Or, okay, or just yeah. anything, any yeah. fact, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to address that fact, right? You can't... You can't so in other words, let's say... Um, for example, let's just say Biden says something in a political ad, right? And then Trump, it, it, whatever it is, if Trump gets free rebuttal time, he has to address whatever it is Biden addressed in his political ad. That's a hoax. Fake you, news. You, you can't. Well, and that's yeah, fine. Yeah. And he, I know, right? Yeah. That would be, he would say it everything. But, um, <laughs> see, Dad, you're, 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 you're sits here. Now, you, now I forgot what I was going to say. Um, so uh, you know, you no, Trump, to, you Trump to, can't use that that rebuttal time to make a lie of his own. I mean, he could say fake news, yeah. right? Then, 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 okay, then you get a then you get a five second rebuttal to his fifteen response, <laughs> right? Then, Just like in court, right? Yeah, you make an argument, yeah. the opposition gets a chance to respond, and then the person that well, gets, gets yeah, a chance well, to well, reply to the opposition, yeah, and, and, right? which and, and, is fair. Which which is kind of what they do in the debate forum, and that's you know. Well, and even uh, in the debates, they don't do that. Well, no, right? in certain, in certain, in certain debate in certain debates, they have they have the format set up that so and so will say something, and the other person gets a chance to rebut make a rebuttal. Right, well, but a, no, yeah. they ask a look at Rudy Giuliani in his in his can, in his debates. Right, he gets asked a question. So Rudy Giuliani, what would you do for for uh, Social Security? Blah, 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 9-11, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then someone else will respond to something. There's no, they don't answer that. There's no rebuttal to mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. They, that's what I'm saying. And, and, but I think American, that here's what I'm saying, is that the American public deserves that transparency, and they can see the bullshit, right? Just like with the impeachment. Mm-hmm. Anyone who half followed the impeachment realized that the Republicans drank the Kool-Aid. But right? you know, is but there anyone who no, thinks no, the Republicans no, did not no, drink the Kool-Aid? Actually, quite, even a few, quite, a, quite a few of the Republicans. But they, believe, but they, they love it. That's the feature, not the bug, Daniel. Remember, they, they know. They see it, and they love the fact that they've drank the Kool-Aid. The Republican voter, the Trump voter, loves the fact that their, their reps drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Okay? Oh. That's... Uh, but the Democratic voter looks at it and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that someone would vote for someone that drank Kool-Aid like that. Well, you know, the, the, the point is the, the people we really need to stress to are the independent voters and the moderate Republicans who still have a conscience. Because I know a lot of Republicans that do not agree whatsoever with Donald Trump, and they've watched their party suddenly slip into this, slip into this group there that can only be, oh. Yeah, well, I'm not. I, I hear you, but I'm not sure. I think they're just giving uh, lip service to it for the most part, just to try to get cover, political cover. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I think the bottom line is they they know that it's their donors, mm-hmm. right? They don't want to upset their donors. 
the the electorate they assume that they're going to come along with them that they can be snowballed and and that's basically the republican playbook mm. in a nutshell right but I think it's about time we wrap up this week's edition of uh, Trip and Dan. Uh, we look forward to you guys checking us out on our next uh, podcast, which I'm sure will be equally profound. Have a good evening or day or whatever you're doing. Whenever you're listening to us, have a wonderful time. Thank you. Till next time. <laughs>